Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. My goodness. I am bummed out by the fact that next weekend is going to be the last time that I can actually come on the air and dive into and react to some of the stuff that you saw within the last dance. And it's amazing. I've said this since the first week the docuseries came out on how it, for me, has just turned into the definition of appointment viewing television and I'm telling you for those of you who have DVR in your home in your apartment wherever you may be living it is a godsend now maybe I got lucky on Sunday night because celebrated Mother's Day with mom social distancing of course outside I had my first birdie of the 2020 season a little fired up about that playing a little golf And Forrest Gump was on TV. One of my all-time favorite movies. For my money, the most iconic Tom Hanks role that you're going to find. And he's had some great ones. Don't get me wrong. My personal favorite will forever be Forrest Gump. So, you know, I'm watching the scene with Jenny on the uh, Washington Monument. Uh, You got the scene, you know, with with Lieutenant Dan in Times Square. I mean, as good as it gets. One of my all-time favorite movies. So I'm into that for a little bit, and it's perfect. Okay. 940 rolls around. Boom. Right into the last dance. And that way, I watched the two without any commercial interruption. Now, let's be honest. It's not much. I mean, they do a real great job of just giving you footage and giving you action and giving you sound. I mean, it's just it's off the charts. This would have been incredible even if it was done... Like in an NBA offseason when there's baseball going on. Everybody would have been into it then. Because we are so starved for sports. And of course this era of basketball. I know for me it certainly feels this way. And I know for many of you. You probably share the same opinion. These are my glory days of watching the NBA. Hands down. From the NBA on NBC to seeing Marv and Costas and the baggy suits, and Ahmad Rashad, and Peter Vesey. I mean, it's incredible. 
But what The Last Dance has done such a good job of, it details some of the great intricacies of these Jordan years. Like the impact of the passing of Michael Jordan's father. How close a relationship those two had. And shutting down a lot of the conspiracy theories that were out there, whether you want to believe that or not, about Jordan's first retirement. If David Stern gave him an 18-month suspension, and I'm 1,000% agreement with Steve Kerr. I think it's a bunch of BS. Because why would David Stern, who was always somebody of the mindset of, let's market this, let's capitalize on this, let's get as many people, for better or worse, watching our game, putting money in our pockets, Think he wants Michael Jordan on hiatus for 18 months playing baseball? Are you kidding me? You could go down the rabbit holes of the Jordan retirement. Being burnt out, hearing about his gambling, winning three championships in a row, doing the Olympics, and oh, by the way, your father dies in tragic fashion. That leads you to do some wacky things, maybe. Like playing baseball. And... Could you imagine in this day and age if somebody of the magnitude of Michael Jordan, which is tough to find because, listen, Michael Jordan is larger than life. But just take, I don't know, Patrick Mahomes, for example. If Patrick Mahomes said tomorrow, that's it, I'm done, I'm going to play baseball. It was my father's dream. He was a former Met. He was a former twin. I'm going to go be a big league player. And what the reaction would be on social media and what, People like you and I would be talking about on a night-in, night-out basis. Be absurd. What if LeBron James said, you know what? Right after I won my first championship or a couple championships in Miami or right after he won in Cleveland, better timetable because he delivered for the city of Cleveland and the state of Ohio. I'm going to go play football. I'm going to go be a tight end for the Cleveland Browns. This social media world that we live in would be off the charts. It would be insane. Go back and see what some of the coverage was in 1994. And if you're a Knicks fan, you should be counting your lucky stars to Michael Jordan decided to take, you know, a year and a half hiatus because one of your two finals trips in the 90s is a direct correlation of that. And the docuseries, of course, spending so much time on Michael Jordan, rightfully so. They got into that 93-94 season, and the Bulls were great that year. I mean, let's call it like it is. They were a great team. That was probably, in fact, I say it without question, that was the best coaching job Phil Jackson ever did in his years in the NBA. You lose Michael Jordan to retirement, and yet you still win north of 50 games, and you're one win away, basically, from the conference finals. You get the old world year out of Pippen. You get the emergence of Tony Kukoc. You get a great year out of Horace Grant. And let me tell you something. Horace Grant was a tremendous player. You know, Horace Grant does not get the credit I believe that he deserves. Because I think when a lot of people mention the Bulls dynasty, they immediately want to throw Dennis Rodman in there. Listen, Dennis Rodman, the all-time character, Vegas, Madonna, Carmen Electra, wedding dresses. It's a different kind of cat. And he was a great in his own right. But if you're going to ask me who was the better Chicago Bulls, it's not close. It's not close. Not for the duration of their careers. The better Chicago Bull was Horace Grant. But that team in 93-94, 
Gave the Knicks all they could handle in the regular season, and it gave the Knicks all they could handle in the second round. And speaking of what the reaction would be like on social media, on talk radio, on any of these platforms, and of course WFN was around at that point in time, but I can't imagine what I'd be saying, what you guys would be saying, if we were doing shows with Scottie Pippen in Game 3 of the conference semifinals, I rate over the fact that Phil Jackson did not draw up the play for him and that Scottie Pippen said, to hell with that. I don't want in. I ain't inbounding the ball. And then to see his teammate, Tony Kukoc, make his coach look like an absolute genius by hitting a four-way jumper, sending the Bulls into a frenzy, but then to hear Scotty in the docuseries basically say, I-, I don't regret it at all. Give me a break. Because they go into how irate, how just distraught the entire Bulls team was by that act of selfishness. That's something that a lot of players would have a hard time getting over. Now, Scotty, the beautiful thing for him is in all six of his championships, he's the Robin. He's the second fiddle, Michael Jordan. And he's the second fiddle every which way. But he's still a top 50 player in his own right. He still gets, you know, the respect that he deserves. And I think people look past that because when you're a part of iconic teams, you're a part of great teams, and, you know, you're this top 50 player of all time, you'll get your love. But could you imagine what the Instagram story would have been for Scottie Pippen that night? I'm sure there would have been some sort of emotional tirade. I'm sure you would have had other Bulls lamenting and venting their frustration. Maybe even calling them out in a tweet or two. So I guess for Scottie Pippen's sake, let's be honest. The best thing that could have happened to him was the idea of no social media. And the idea of the Bulls kind of policing it themselves from game three to game four. And they did. Because that would break a lot of teams. A lot of teams would fracture right then and there. Bulls did not do that. In fact, they pushed the Knicks all the way to the brink. Game seven at Madison Square Garden. But what the docuseries got into tonight and what I'm going to get into tonight is one of the forgotten series in NBA history because I think for many of us, and we have every right to do this, we have every right to do so, we put the Jordan Bulls from 91 to 98 on a pedestal amongst all pedestals, and they should be there. You win two three-peats, you dominate the sport the way that they have, You're going to get the love, and you're going to feel it for a long, long time. But a lot of people forget what happened in 94, 95, when, of course, Michael Jordan came back. And listen, if you're on the craps table with me, and hopefully, God willing, that'll happen at some point, whether it's in the summer, whether it's, uh, you know, in the fall, the winter, whatever. Whenever we are able to get back into a casino, one of my favorite things to yell on the craps table, and Fleegs, we'll get into this later, uh, you play craps with me? You hear a whole lot of yelling, yelling at what I want on the table, yelling at what I'm rooting for, and I'll let you know, whether you're rolling the dice, whether I'm rolling the dice, it ain't a quiet experience with me on the craps table. So let's be honest, it's not a quiet experience with me doing anything. 
Nothing worse than a craps table. It's dead silent. Oh, oh, oh. Makes me sick. Makes me sick. You're on a craps table. Don't be, you know, uh, a robot. Don't be a statue. Show a little emotion. Yell and scream a little bit. Even throw out a profanity for a while. I care. You're in a casino. You're not on the radio. See, the language I can use at the craps table, I can't use on the air. That's absolutely true. But one of the things I can say on the air that, why does it relate to what's going on with the last dance in 94, 95? Well, I'll tell you why. Because one of my favorite slogans when the nine is on the button is four or five, baby. Bring it back like Jordan. Because as we know, Michael Jordan came back, fax machine, maybe the direct result of the baseball strike and not wanting to be a replacement player. And sure enough, he comes back, he wears 45. He drops the double nickel at Madison Square Garden. A game in which Patrick Ewing was incredible, might I add. Jordan was just that much better. And a Bulls team that was very mediocre for most of the year started to really gain some life. They started to have some hope, saying, hey, guess what? This might be our time once again to go and win a championship. They find their way to the second round against the upstart of all upstarts in the Orlando Magic. Think about that Orlando team. You got Shaquille O'Neal rising to prominence. Penny Hardaway, and I think a lot of people forget how good a player Penny Hardaway was at the height of those Orlando teams. I mean, he could do it all. Then they go and get Horace Grant from the Bulls. Nick Anderson, Dennis Scott. That team could play. And when Nick Anderson takes the ball from Michael Jordan, leads to a two-on-one fast break, a Horace Grant dunk, stunning the Bulls in game one. Nick Anderson with the 45-8-23 quote, leading Jordan to switch his number back immediately in game two. And... Having this kind of hover over Jordan throughout that series. Because look, we all know he's the greatest to ever do it. He's the greatest I've ever seen hands down. Michael Jordan, even with some of those moments of brilliance, like you saw at Madison Square Garden that year, he was not himself. Because he was in baseball shape. He was not in basketball shape. He was not ready to go. And stunningly, the Chicago Bulls Lose that playoff series to the Magic. As Horace Grant's getting carried off. As the Magic are probably thinking their time has come. Our time is now. We're about to be the next version of the Chicago Bulls. Because remember, that's normally the way it worked. The Pistons had to beat the Celtics. The Bulls had to beat the Pistons. Magic... Had to beat the Bulls, and they did. Normally, when that happens in NBA history, you don't reverse and you don't buck the trend. Jordan was such a competitive SOB that they're filming Space Jam, and he's inviting all the top players, not only to be in the movie, but to come out and practice. He's got the bubble set up. He's got the gym set up, and you aren't going to work harder than him. And that lasting image of Nick Anderson stealing the basketball... And Horace Grant being carried off on the court 
fueled without question. The greatest NBA team I've ever seen in my life. And I'm glad Steve Kerr, who was a part of that team and coached another team that set the record, set it straight in this docuseries. The best team I was ever a part of. Because you know what? 73-9. and Sorry, Golden State Warriors. Don't mean a darn thing. Because you didn't win the championship that year and you didn't take down LeBron and the Cavaliers. But it fueled Jordan in 95-96 and it fueled that three-peat because Jordan was looking for any excuse to find that added incentive of motivation. Some of them are silly. I mean, he's basically annoyed that George Carl snubbed him in a restaurant right before game one of the finals because, listen, George Carl, Carolina guy, he knows the deal. He's trying to play some of the Jedi mind tricks at Jordan. Doesn't matter. That's how dominant a player he was. But he did lose in 94-95. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.